Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final, the game, the series, and the mini two-game road trip, and it uh, ends with a Brewers victory, uh, pretty much a walk-away win. Finally, they get this done, 8-3, the final, as the Brewers were cruising to victory in the later uh, stages of this ball game. Welcome, everybody. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, feeling good after a 8-3 uh, victory, and a ton of good things happened in this game. A ton. We're going to go over them throughout the program tonight. Uh, hear from manager Craig Council, starter Josh Lindblom, and possibly Christian Yelich as he was an on-base machine tonight. And you look at his uh, four walks in the game, had the inside-the-park home run, yes, inside-the-park home run, in which, by the way, he was kind of dogging it <laughs> on his way to first base and then turned on the Jets. thing I noticed about Christian Yelich, those of you a little up on years, you might want to go back uh, if you're a little bit younger. Watch Robin Yount and Christian Yelich turn bases. On the base pass, just just watch those guys. You get those long legs moving. They the, the they take the 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 exact angle you should take. Just saying. And when Christian got going in that one, that was that was fun to see as uh, the Brewers get the eight three victory back to five hundred. Guys, how important is that right now? You got to be kidding me. That should be the are you kidding me moment because we cannot underestimate what that means to the Brewers here through the first 10 games. 10 games in the books, you get a little of the uh, bad, and that would be the offense. You get a little of the good, that would be the what. What What is going well for the Brewers? Well, they're 5-5, five and five, and we'll see what happens. Most all of these games, most all but one. In fact, four of the five losses, they've been one swing away from a, a lead and or a victory. So you have to count that in there as well. But they get a, a big-time win. White Sox, a good team. They are, and I think everyone uh, agrees with that. They lose the first two at Miller Park. They come back for the next two at guaranteed rate in Chicago, and they return the favor, a one-zip victory yesterday and an 8-3 win tonight. That's, that's big time. I'm going to get your reaction on this one at 414-799-1250. Yelly. Breaking out a little bit. Notice how he breaks out a little bit and the team breaks out a little bit. Let's go back into uh, 
our game recap here in the 8-3 victory. First inning, Brewers, get used to this, some traffic on the base pass in this one. I'll give you a, a left-on-base number uh, coming up in just a bit. But Keston here gets a base hit, then a walk to Yelly, the first of four for Christian Yelich. But the Brewers can't push anything across. Uh, two on, one out in that first inning. Lindblom, how about this? Josh strikes out the side in the first. More traffic for the crew in the second. They get a couple of runners on base. Uh, Narvaez and Matthias uh, with base hits to get on with just one out. Nothing after the first uh, couple of shots for the Brewers. Make it four strikeouts in a row for Lindblom. Then make it five strikeouts to start the ball game for Josh Lindblom. Uh, but then a base hit and a two-run home run. Shockingly, after two, Brewers are down two-zip with uh, five up, five down via the strikeout route for Josh Lindblom. But the Brewers, this this was huge, guys. In the top of the third inning, the Brewers, they answered back with one out, Yelly walks, Abasail Garcia with a base hit. And how about Jed Jerko? Get some action going right here. Jerko whistles one into left center, a base hit. Yelich will wind it up. He's going to be sent. Here comes a throw from Robert, and Yelich is in there. What a slide. What a beautiful slide. Randolph thinks he got him on the back. He wants him to take a look at it, which they will. Yeah, they did replay that play right there, but he was ruled safe. Brewers did answer back to cut the lead in half at 2-1. to one. Bottom of the third inning, a base hit. Uh, given up by Lindblom to lead off that inning. Then he gets a, a strikeout, his sixth on the night. But how about the pitcher's best friend? And there's a little soft liner right to Jerko and the throw, or rather Hira, and the throw to first in time for the double play. You didn't really know how big that was going to be because – you know, you don't get that double play, and who knows, the floodgates could open, and then the uh, White Sox answer back with, you know, maybe a run or two in the bottom of that third inning, but uh, big-time double play right there. Flying under the radar, 2-1, to one, Brewers down, heading into the fourth inning, 1-2-3 for the crew in that fourth. Lindblom does give up a leadoff base hit, but this again was huge, can't be understated, another double play. 1-2 pitch. And that's gloved by Smoke. Step on the bag, throw to second. The tag is in time. A double play. Nice play by Smoke. He took it right on the bag. And some good footwork. They give him a chance at an out at second. Yep, close enough to the bag. He steps on it and gets the out at second. Good throw. The fact that he's a left-handed thrower helps him there. And Arce able to drop the tag on Abreu. Well, the Brewers have turned five double plays in the last two days. Yeah, and that was big time right there. Again, you never know what's going to happen with this White Sox team if you, if you don't get these double plays, second of the ball game. And then Lindblom gets a strikeout to end that fourth inning, his seventh strikeout in his performance tonight. And, uh, I mean, again, Josh, uh, more on Josh Lindblom coming up in just a little bit. Uh, 59 pitches through the four innings of work to that point. And then in the fifth, the Brewers get to swing in some lumber. Finally, some crooked number action with one out. Check this out from Christian Yelich. 
Yelich in the air, left field, got some carry, but Jimenez, oh, he can't make the play, and it's a fair ball, and now Jimenez is in the net. Yelich around second on his way to third, and he is going to try to score. Here comes a throw, and Yelich is in there. And this game is all tied at two. Wow, there you go. How about Christian Yelich? He goes to the opposite field. He's been rolling over on a lot of stuff. I think Jimenez thought he was going to get that in the glove. You can see it lands in fair ground, and he ends up in the seats. By the time he gets up with Yelich's speed, he's able to score easily. So an inside the Parker for Christian Yelich. His second on the season, second home run on the season, and the Brewers suddenly tied right there. He's feeling a little bit better about things. First inside the park home run of his career. We're 2-2. Brewers weren't done yet in that fifth inning. Avisail Garcia, a huge at-bat after that, down in the count, works a walk because it paid off Jed Jerko at the dish. And Jerko hits it sharply down the left field line. It is gone. Jed Jerko with a two-run home run. Jerko with three RBIs tonight. He pops a two-run homer, his first home run as a Brewer, his first, or rather, second and third RBIs. I've got a fastball in, turned it around, and smokes it on a line out of here to left field. Talk about a bullet. You see him trying to come inside. Jerko ready for it and able to keep it fair. Look at the extension on this swing. That's about as good as it gets. Yeah, that is Jed Jerko, a two-run shot, and suddenly the Brewers are up and up with a crooked number. Uh, Justin Smoke reaches on air, one out, one on in a 4-2 game, and Narvaez then follows up with a base hit, and that's it for Gio Gonzalez in that fifth inning. He's given up three runs thus far on the three hits with a walk. Has been an error in the, the inning, still just one out. Again, three and two on. And after a Matthias strikeout, Orlando Arcia gets in on the action. Arcia, a little flare, right field. That's down, a base hit. Over to fetch it, Mazzara. Coming in to score for the Brewers is Smoke. And Arcia on the first pitch makes it 5-2, Brew Crew. Boy, how many times have we seen Arcia attack that first pitch? Foster gave him a pitch to swing at. He's able to dump it into right. And the Brewers with a crooked number up here. In the fifth inning, was that four runs? Yeah, four runs in the inning on five hits. And along with a walk, they bat nine in the inning. They take that 5-2 lead into the bottom of the fifth. Now you really need a shutdown inning right here. A couple of more base runners uh, in in the sixth. Well, you did get it. You got it in the fifth inning. Uh, A couple of base runners for the Brewers in the sixth. Uh, Sogard pinch hitting for Jed Jerko with a base hit. Uh, they can't move a run across 5-2 into the bottom of the six. Freddie Peralta coming on as uh, Josh Lindblom's day is done with the five innings, four hits, two runs given up, and seven strikeouts to go along with just the one walk. Peralta, impressive, strikes out the side in that sixth inning as uh, the Brewers hanging on to a three-run lead. Another runner left on base in the seventh inning. They don't uh, do not get a run across. Freddie into some trouble in the bottom half of the seventh. A leadoff walk, a pop-up, a hit-by-pitch, a couple of runners on with one out. And he gets a line out to center field. 
Uh, Gamble makes the play, throws bad to second, should have doubled off Grandal. They almost paid for that little mistake right there, but uh, almost doesn't count. But this was this was close. And swinging 3-0, Collins, deep right center field. Matthias the is the there at the wall. He makes the catch. Whoa. Collins almost sent one out of here. Yeah, moving to the eighth at a 5-2 mark. Uh, insurance in the eighth inning, a Yelich walk with one out, followed up by a hit-by-pitch to Garcia, then a hit-by-pitch to Sogard. That loads the bases for Justin Smoke. Yelich, Garcia, Sogard on the bags. And Smoke, first ball swinging, fly ball to left. This should be deep enough. Jimenez throw will come to third. Yelich will score. And the Brewers add to their lead. It is to 6-2. Smoke with a sacrifice fly and an RBI. Yeah, he needed that. Smoke's yep. second RBI of the year. Yeah, plenty deep enough to score Yelich. Then a uh, Omar Narvaez walk loads up the bases, two outs, and it sets the table for Mark Mathias. Hard hit ball through for a base hit. Garcia will score. Sogard on his way in, and it's a two RBI single for Mark Mathias. Boy, how about that? Mathias staying right on a slider, left it up. Right back through the middle. Good piece of hitting by Matthias. 8-2 at that point, and the Brewers are starting to cruise to a victory. Freddie Peralta in the bottom of the ace strikes out the side. Six strikeouts for Peralta in three scoreless innings of work. Eric Yardley and the Brewers give up a run in the ninth inning. There's your final 8-3, 5-5 now on the uh, campaign thus far through the 10 games. Coming back home for a three-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. And hear from Council and get into uh, why you should be encouraged about this Brewer team here in 2020. 414-799-1250. We'll hit the break here. If you want to jump aboard, you can do so. It's, it is a time to celebrate for this reason alone. First of all, you get a couple of wins for the Brewers, but you get another day of baseball. And that's what this is all about here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a Brewers 8-3 win. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Yeah, nice to see the offense step up and just sort of run away with the ball game a little bit. Uh, you, you thought that White Sox had a little, you know, a little get up and go in them late. Uh, and they, they put up a little bit of a fight late. But, man, there was some good things that happened in this game. Freddie Peralta's performance, Josh Lindblom's performance. Guys, the pitching, I, I got to say, it, it's flying under the radar here. This is an offense thing. This is this really is. Uh, that obviously they go hand in hand, but this is a big win for the Brewers. Two straight over the Chicago White Sox, they return the favor after losing both at Miller Park. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Mark hit us up on uh, Facebook and said, "Nice to see the offense is back and good pitching." And that's a good positive piece of feedback on uh, Facebook at one zero five seven FM. The fan. 
Uh, are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Um, let me squeeze in, Jim, before we get to that. Uh, by the way, we are going to hear from Christian Yelich coming up in just a couple of minutes here, so stick around for that. But, Jim, in Chicago, you're on the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Hey, Tim, it's great to hear you again. I, I'm so excited to, to have Brewers postgame uh, to, to occupy my evenings um, because I had nothing else to do. You know? um, <laughs> here's the thing. I had two concerns rolling in tonight. Number one, you know, we, we weren't, you know, we, Yelich wasn't hitting well, and uh, I had some concerns about that. And then secondly, as a, as a uh, ball hawk, I didn't like the whole idea of nets all the way around the field. But both of those things, with Yelich's play, we're, you know, we're, we're relieved this evening because Yelich had the big hit, and had had that net not been there, it would have been a ground rule double, and uh, he wouldn't have scored the run. So, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm happy all the way around. I'm happy, hey, we're back in second place. That's where we, we need to be a minimum of second place to get to the playoffs to win this, win this thing this year. You you got to stay around five hundred, Jim. Hey, thanks a lot. I look forward to to hearing from you again. You you have to stay around five hundred this season, guys. You just do. You're in a pennant race right now. You gotta. I it just you have to pin, keep pinching yourself here because again, I mentioned this the other night. It literally feels like April when it just comes to baseball. When it, when you're just focused on baseball and the records and who's facing who and you get the the on deck show coming up and you get lost. We've lost a few months here, so you have to continually remind yourself that this is guys, this is a pennant race here, and I know it's just ten games, and I, I say just in quotes. But it, it is a chunk of games now, guys. This is going to fly by. It's every game. Now it will intensify. Uh, to some of the fans that aren't hardcores, like like the folks that listen to this show. I mean, you guys and I, we're we're into it, like way into it. You know, an Abasale uh, Garcia walk before a Jed Jerko home run. How big is that? That flies under the radar a little bit. You just see the walk in the box score. You don't think twice about it. You watch the ball games. You think a lot about it. You see a Josh Lindblom, who, by the way. I really appreciate and enjoy, and I could see why he's had the success he's had the last couple of years in the KBO. Like a surgeon out there, isn't he? And I'm not saying he's the next coming of Nolan Ryan or anything like that, but it's just impressive to see Josh Lindblom now through two of his starts. ERA doesn't look good. Um, Now at, uh, what, 4-1. But coming down... Had the cramps uh, and and had a short start last week in Pittsburgh, but you know, to see him take care of this White Sox team just just surgically, it was got some ground balls, got some big ground balls, pretty impressive. So all of this uh, equals a pennant race. It does, and as Jim just said, you know to see these guys in the postseason again. I don't care if it's sixty games. I really don't. You know. I shouldn't have to add the addendum that, uh, you know, we're Brewers Brewers fans. We we uh, <laughs> will take a playoff appearance because there's only been what five of them. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game with Gene Wagner Plumbing, a guy we're going to hear uh, coming up in just a little while. Christian Yelich. Yeah, this was uh, this was interesting to say the least. Yelich. In the air, left field, got some carry, but Jimenez, oh, he can't make the play, and it's a fair ball, and now Jimenez is in the net. Yelich, around second on his way to third, 
And he is going to try to score. Here comes a throw, and Yelich is in there. And this game is all tied at two. Wow, there you go. How about Christian Yelich? He goes to the opposite field. He's been rolling over on a lot of stuff. I think Jimenez thought he was going to get that in the glove. You can see it lands in fair ground, and he ends up in the seats. By the time he gets up with Yelich's speed, he's able to score easily. So an inside the parker for Christian Yelich. All the highlights tonight from Fox Sports, Wisconsin, B.A. and Rock on the call. You know, I flip uh, back and forth uh, from the radio network. Uh, Levering uh, and Grindle were on today, as well as uh, Fox Sports, Wisconsin. So, you know, I kind of follow both of them. Um, B.A. and Rock had a big uh, discussion about Welcome Back, Cotter. I don't know if I thought it was pretty funny, but that's I mean, I'm I'm their age. So I sort of get that that sort of thing. Uh, so they, they had some fun in the booth. It is fun when you win, certainly. There's some work to do. There's some improvements to be made. We're going to hear from Christian Yelich, but the Brewers get it done. 8-3 the final. They sort of cruise into a victory here. And that is uh, pretty rare this year. Pretty rare to see a crooked number. Pretty rare to keep the line moving. Had a couple of innings here where they one of the innings they batted eight. The other inning they batted nine. Those are good signs. Get this offense going. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show after a Brewers 8-3 win here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, guys, after a Brewers 8-3 victory, it's just funny how Christian Yelich gets going and the Brewers sort of get going. They they win this one. And when you look at the starting pitchers uh, the last couple of nights here, Adrian Hauser yesterday, Josh Lindblom tonight, 12 innings of two-run baseball. Come on, offense. <laughs> they got it done tonight as uh, they take game two of this two-game set in Chicago on the south side, a guaranteed rate. Let's check out some of the numbers. Ben Gamble thrust into the uh, leadoff spot here. Against a lefty, which surprised me. You know Craig Council is in love with lefty-righty, righty-lefty matchups. Just absolutely, it does not matter. He just That's the way he goes. But he went against the grain a little bit, elevating uh, Ben Gamble to the leadoff position, and it didn't work. <laughs> to say the least. Ben Gamble goes 0 for 6 with four strikeouts. Now, he did get an A-B in the ninth inning. Here's what I'd have done if I was Craig Council to Ben Gamble. Uh, as he was uh, you know, getting ready to, to come back into the field uh, and uh, head in there to, to bat in the ninth, I would have asked him, Benny, you want to hit? You good? You want to hit or no? I would have asked him. That really wouldn't have said, dude, you got the you got the golden sombrero going already. You got four strikeouts. You don't want five. You know, why don't why don't you take a seat? I would have asked him. But he didn't strike out, so that I guess that it all worked out. Keston Hira goes two for six in tonight's ball game. Christian Yelich, one for two, four walks, one RBI, two runs scored. He's the only brewer in franchise history to homer and have four walks in the same game. Check that. That's three runs scored. 
So starting to fill the stat boxes, right? Abasail Garcia, one for three with a couple of runs scored, one walk. He was hit by the pitch, and we'll, we'll see if uh, Craig Council in just a second has an update. Hit on sort of the inside of his uh, right wrist. So we'll find out again from Craig Council. Uh, anyway, he went one for three with a run scored, one walk. That hit by pitch. Jed Jerko, two for three, three knocked in, one run scored. Had the two-run homer, Justin Smoke in this ball game, 0 for four. However, had an RBI and a run scored. Omar Narvaez, two for four with a walk. Mark Mathias, how about two for five with two knocked in? A little scat back going there for the Brewers. Mark Mathias, I think he's a little shaky in the outfield. That's just my thoughts defensively, but uh, they're getting away with it thus far. Orlando Arcia goes one for four tonight with a, an RBI and a walk. Then uh, inserts Logan Morrison. Off the bench, one for one. Eric Sogard, one for two off the bench. He was also hit by a pitch and also scored a run. Pitching lines, Lindblom, five innings, four hits, just two runs. They were both earned. One walk, seven strikeouts, a career high. ERA uh, drops to 4.15. Freddie Peralta, outstanding. Three innings, one hit, no runs, one walk, and six strikeouts. A brilliant performance from Peralta. Eric Yardley, one inning, one hit, one run. That was unearned on a Keston Hira error. He also struck out a man. The Brewers, eight runs on 13 hits, one error, and 15 runners left on base. This should have been annihilation. But we'll take the eight runs from this offense thus far this year. Three runs for the Sox, seven hits with an error. The win goes to Lindblom. He's 1-0. The loss to former Brewer Gio Gonzalez. He is 0-1. The Brewers now 5-5 here in the 2020 championship season. Guys, I mentioned uh, the starters here the last couple of nights. If you look at Hauser's performance yesterday, the seven shutout, you look at Lindblom's tonight, yeah, it's five, but it's only two runs. You, you hold your team in a ball game. Brandon Woodruff, opening day, had a five-inning, uh, two-run uh, outing. Also, Woody was outstanding his uh, last time out, although he wouldn't tell you that. Six and a third, two runs. Guys, the starters are starting to fall into a little bit of a pocket here. It's ten games. I understand that. But uh, Sam Schmitz is with us tonight producing the show. What do you have for a starter's ERA? Man, this kind of blew me away, too, right now. As of now, the starter's ERA combined is 2.98 for the Brewers. See, again, it it takes this show to point that out. Guys, everyone's going to say the Brewers suck. Where are they going to get their pitching? They can't hit. Now they can't pitch. That's not the case. Their starters are performing for as much of a, a nomad group as they are, as some would say, the Lynn Blooms and Brett Andersons and then Eric Lauer tomorrow, and you had to start by Corbin Burns in there, and Lynn Bloom went three and two-thirds in Pittsburgh, and it's ugly, ugly, and the Brewers starters stink. Not the case. It's all about the offense starting rotation, doing their job. Now, the bullpen still trying to feel themselves out a little bit. I think uh, Craig Council is a little confused with the bullpen right now. Now, he hasn't been in situations necessarily to work these guys in, into, uh, 
into a sort of a, a role or pattern. He won't tell you there's roles. There's always roles in the bullpen. He's, he's going to say they're outgetters and give the call of duty. Uh, that just uh, is, is whenever I call for you, you step up. No, the, he has a pattern there a little bit, and he, he cannot figure it out when the Brewers don't have the lead. Hell, Josh Hader has two saves, only three appearances. Easily, he should have four or five appearances. Now, the bullpen ERA, a little bit different, as I said, because they're they're not in a position of, I, I guess, confidence uh, in terms of winning the winning the ball game. They, they've been chasing runs most of the year, and that's because of their offense. Sam, their bullpen ERA, four point three. Yeah, that's that's where it gets to, but you've. I mean, you threw Bobby Wall in there. There's been Justin Grimm in there. There's Eric Yardley's in there. The Devin Williams, the Phelps, the Hater. these guys. Where's Alex Claudio? Can someone tell me if they've seen Alex Claudio in a Brewer's uniform at all? Is he still with the team? <laughs> he just, again, they're a little out of sorts in the bullpen, so stick around. Uh, as as they start putting up some runs, you're going to be in a better position to see some of these guys. Hey, let's hear from Christian Yelich uh, in just a couple of minutes. Also, Craig Council on the way. You want to jump in here? A sub three ERA for the Brewers starters this year. Who'd have thought? All right, you're listening to the Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Tim Allen, an eight three final as the Brewers come on back home after sweeping the Chicago White Sox and grabbing those two games back. It's huge, guys. Five and five. We'll be back. AM twelve fifty one oh five seven FM the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free, plus no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. I love it, guys. Uh, not just the Brewers' victory tonight, 8-3 the final, but the fact that we've made it through another day with baseball. I'm not taking this for granted at all. Every day, day by day, we get another baseball game. That's a bonus, and uh, we got one today, and that's pretty damn cool. Uh, Brewers get the victory, taking the two-game set in Chicago. They return the favor, as you know, Monday and Tuesday. The White Sox beat the Brewers in both of those games. But uh, Christian Yelich Back seeing the baseball a little bit better. He drew four walks in tonight's ball game, scored three runs, also hit that inside the park home run. Let's hear from the Brewers' left fielder and two-time batting champion Christian Yelich. On the inside the park home, or just at what point when you're if you take us through that, where at what point did you realize you had a chance to go the distance on that that the ball bounced and everything? Uh, probably right when I hit second base, I could kind of see it. Christian, what do you think about that? You've been looking for something. You've, we've seen plenty of frustration from you. Um, I don't know. How, how good does that feel to just run around the bases? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the luckiest home run in baseball history. I was definitely, definitely top three. So, uh, yeah, I needed that one. It's been an absolute zoo. Um, been awful all year. So, um, 
you know, to have some positivity and be able to, to smile about something was, uh, was nice, was much needed. Christian, I think you had, you saw 29 pitches tonight total and six plate appearances. How big is that for you just to see pitches and track them like that? Yeah, I mean, it was nice to uh, be able to differentiate balls and strikes again. Um, kind of just, so just blindly waving at things um, up there, hoping they throw something off your bat. Uh, so I was kind of feeling like I could control the at bat a little bit better and kind of had somewhat of a say of how it went, or I could kind of getting closer to, to being back to, to where I usually am. What did you do yesterday on your day off? And did it help? Do you think it helped at all just having some time to kind of get away from it a little bit? Um, I think that was a day off for counts. So, so he could, he didn't have to watch that anymore. Uh, he got a, he got a day off and, uh, I got with, and I got with Andy a little bit and, uh, we got to talk and same thing we've been talking about since, since summer camp and just kind of know what the, that what's going on a little bit. It's just not really being able to get your body to cooperate and, and do what you want to do, but, uh, it's baseball. It happens. Uh, everybody kind of struggles and, you know, they're always more magnified at the beginning of the season. And just keep grinding, and it'll turn eventually. Christian, overall, I mean, just considering the amount of pitches that you saw and having something to smile about, I mean, is this a good place for you to just continue to build off of? Yeah, I mean, we won. We played really well tonight. And, um, you know, it's, it's for me personally, it's just, you know, baby steps trying – stack a bunch of positive things on top of each other and, and get back. It's not usually going to, it's not going to come back all at once. Usually where um, you get four or five hits in a game. It doesn't happen like that. It's just little by little. And hopefully you can continue to build off some success and um, just play the long game in baseball. I know, I know it's abbreviated this year, but uh, things don't really happen quickly. In, in this sport and you can't really force it or, or try any harder because then it just starts to snowball on you. Take a couple more. Hey, Chris, Chris, how do you think Frank, that you Frank said that, um, you know, the, it was kind of a combination of like maybe a, the mental approach plus a mechanical thing as well, from your perspective, what has been sort of the issue or issues? Everything. Um, I mean, it's been, awful like, yeah, there's only one word to describe it and it's awful and just happens though i mean you just you go through these stretches and um you know it's not a great feeling by any means and it's just it's part of the game i've been i, mean, I was kind of lucky to avoid this stuff for a few years uh, but it happens and you play long enough and it's going to continue it's going to happen again unfortunately and you just you know when you're going through it it feels like it's you know the game's impossible and then it turns one day and you're back to, to normal. You just don't really know when that's going to be. And, you know, I've just been working with Andy and Cruz and talking to counts a little bit and, uh, you know, it'll be all right eventually. Take one more. Hey, Christian, the other thing that happened tonight was Josh Lindblom gets his first win in a long time in, in Major League Baseball. What, what do you uh, like about watching him go up there and throw the kitchen sink at another team. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. He throws literally probably every pitch you can throw in baseball. And he does a really good job hitting the spots. And as a hitter, that's tough because you can't really eliminate anything or know, like, in certain counts, he likes to go to these things. And um, 
he's keeping guys off balance and uh, just facing a little bit in the, the inner squads that we had before the season started. You could tell that, you know, he's going to be a, a tough at bat, a frustrating at bat for a lot of teams. And um, I thought he pitched really well in Pittsburgh before he, he got hurt. And then tonight he did a great job and, and gave us a great chance to win. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to find out the turning point of the game on the fan. Brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Check out all the events and track rental info at greatlakesdragaway.com. Pretty candid stuff right there from Christian Yelich uh, talking about the slump and the struggles that he's gone through. It's been awful. I mean, uh, and, and, and almost lighthearted about it at times, but uh, certainly... Um, I took that as uh, as pretty straightforward and, and pretty honest right there, and and <laughs> the day off was a day off for Craig Council from watching that stuff. I mean that's pretty good stuff from Christian Yelich. Also, I couldn't agree with him more on Josh Lindblom. Guys, we're going to be able to see uh, Josh Lindblom here the next fifty games or so. And uh, just just watch what he does out there. I, it doesn't surprise me right now why he had the success at the KBO that he did. It just I, I think there's some confidence there. I, I think there's just an arsenal. He's not going to be overpowering, and I'm not saying he's going to win a Cy Young. That that's not what I'm saying. He's going to be better than you think. That is what I'm saying. Everyone said, well, who's this Josh Lindblom? He's he got a four-plus ERA in the big leagues. He's an MLB flameout. He had to go to the KBO and then resurrect himself. You, you, he's going to be better than you think and a lot of people think. It's uh, and, and you saw it tonight. And get used to that. Get used to longer games with, uh, with Josh Lindblom on the hill as well. All right, turning point in this one with Great Lakes Dragway. Christian Yelich hit the uh, inside-the-park home run to tie it. Well, then uh, Avasail Garcia drew a walk, and I thought that was pivotal in this game because it set the stage for Jed Jerko to tack on two. And Jerko hits it sharply down the left field line. It is gone. Jed Jerko with a two-run home run. Jerko with three RBIs tonight. He pops a two-run homer, his first home run as a brewer, his first or rather, second and third RBIs. I've got a fastball in, turned it around, and smokes it on a line out of here to left field. Talk about a bullet. You see him trying to come inside. Jerko ready for it and able to keep it fair. Look at the extension on his swing. That's about as good as it gets. Yeah, Jed Jerko there, the highlight on Fox Sports Wisconsin, hit the two-run home run. Brewers were down in this one, two-zip. Jerko has an RBI base hit to cut the lead in half. Yelly has the inside-the-park homer. And then Jerko with the two-run shot you just heard right there. You were waiting for this. Me too. I was waiting for a Justin Smoke to be the guy in the game, to be that guy that, that turns the game a little bit. We've been waiting for a for a Logan Morrison to turn the game a little bit. We've been waiting for a Jed Jerko to turn the game. We finally got it tonight. Let's hear from Jed Jerko after this one. Jed uh, Yelichet, that is the luckiest home run in baseball history. Have you have you seen any luckier? Yeah, that was a pretty good one. That uh, the net got him an assist there. That was uh, that was pretty cool. It's good for him. Hopefully that uh, get him going a little bit. You know, an offense is more than one player, obviously, but um, he's important for what you guys are trying to do. 
how, how do you think he's handled this? Um, uh, you know, as he's been frustrated for these first couple of weeks. Oh um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's, he's frustrated, but you can't tell he's such a, such a good guy and an even better teammate that, uh, you know, he's comes to the field and works hard every day. And, uh, you know, we trust that he's going to break out of this. Um, this happens in the middle of the season. We're playing 162 games. People probably don't talk about it much, but with it being the start of a season and, you know, the numbers look bad up on the scoreboard all the time, people kind of panic. But, uh, you know, it's he's Christian Yellish. He'll be fine. Jed, uh, Craig talks about putting together pressure innings all the time, you know, and eventually an offense will break through, and that's been missing for this group lately. How nice was it to have that in a couple innings tonight and, and put up a big number? Yeah, it was huge. We've uh, we've definitely struggled as an offense. It's good to kind of break out, score some runs. And, um, you know, the at-bats up and down the lineup were, were unbelievable today, drawing walks, uh, getting getting some big hits when we need them, and uh, just going – just moving the moving to one, one better time. What was the difference that caused the better results tonight in terms of the offense? Was it being more patient? Was there a different approach, or was it just – uh, just a better day, better results. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, it's kind of baseball. Some you're gonna have have some good days, some bad days, and uh, I think we just uh, strung some strung some good, long, strong at bats together tonight, and then it paid off with a couple big hits. Hey, Jed, how much do you enjoy watching Josh Lindblom sort of throw everything at another team? Yeah, he he was pretty good tonight. I think he you know, he made that one mistake that uh, got hit out of the park. But other than that, he he uh, threw the ball really well. Uh, Obviously, he's mixing his pitches. I'm not sure if you ever see the same pitch twice and then that bat from him, but uh, it's pretty cool to see him go out there and battle and, uh, you know, get that win. Chad, for you, just to get a homer, I mean, how have you assessed – I know it's a small sample size, but just how have you assessed personally your at-bats up until this point and for you to have a swing like that tonight? Um, yeah, felt good. Definitely felt good. Uh, you know, my at-bats have been up and down. Um, obviously, with the, the platoon going on, it's uh, you got to take advantage when you get those chances. And uh, obviously, a couple lefties in a row has been nice three out of four days to get out there and play. So that, that's been good. And uh, you know, hopefully, the at-bats keep getting better and better. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's find out who today's Chevy MVB of the game is on the fan. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. It's a good problem to have, you know that? Uh, trying to decide who the Chevy MVB is in this Brewers 8-3 victory. He had Jed Jerko there, two for three. Three knocked in. I mean, uh, as I said prior to hearing from him, you know, you, you get an RBI base hit that puts the Brewers on the board at 2-1. to one. You're still trailing, and then Yelich inside the park, homer 2-2, two, two, and then he gets back up there and hits a two-run shot. So he's a candidate right there, Jed Jerko. Also, uh, obviously, Christian Yelich with his uh, one-for-two night. Did have that strikeout, but one-for-two, four walks in the game. Three runs scored, the only Brewer in franchise history to have four walks and hit a homer. Um, so he would be a candidate. And then you get to Josh Lindblom, who's a candidate. Five innings, four hits, a couple of runs given up, seven strikeouts. That's a career high. You also have Freddie Peralta in the mix as well. Three innings of six strikeout, no run baseball. That's a good problem to have, all of that. Um, let's, let's go with Josh Lindblom. I, again, I'm pretty impressed, and, and I think based on what Christian Yelich said, uh, based on what Jed Jerko just said, uh, they're, they're, man, they, they see the same thing you guys do. And it's uh, five or six different pitches, changing locations, 
It doesn't have super super velocity here in the fastball 90, 91 range, but he'll throw any pitch. It's it's crazy, and it's it's fun to watch. Let's see if Craig Council has uh, those sentiments as well. Your Chevy MVB, Josh Lindblom. You're listening to the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, 8-3 the final. How did the rest of the National League Central do? Also, some news earlier today on some makeup games between the Brewers and the Cardinals. We'll have that and more for you next, AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. Right, welcome back. We're going to hear from manager Craig Council here in just a second. I uh, just noticed something in the 8-3 victory. I noticed it during the game, too, and I, I think you guys did also. The offense, uh, we all have heard it. Uh, Adrian Hauser mentioned it yesterday. Craig Council's been talking about it. Yelly mentions the offense. Jed Jerko mentioned that. With, that's that's, that's well-documented. The offense has been struggling this year. But tonight, if you look at the plate approach, the discipline at the plate tonight, I think was uh, was prevalent in tonight's game, more so than maybe any other game this year. That included, uh, you know, the wins, uh, seven-run uh, tally uh, against Pittsburgh and eight-run tally against Chicago. Thirteen hits in tonight's ball game. Left a, a small village of base runners on base. Fifteen left on base. They drew seven walks, three hit by pitches. That's some pretty good plate discipline there by by the Brewers' offense. So maybe they're maybe they're just slowly starting to come out of this thing a little bit. Although that comes on uh, the eve or they're the day after, I should say, of uh, a one to nothing win. So boy, baseball is a weird game. You score one yesterday and you get eight, and then fifteen runners left on base in tonight's ball game. But this an observation of tonight's game: the plate discipline much much better. Let's hear from manager Craig Council. Greg, is that exactly the way you saw Christian's slump ending on an inside-the-park home run where the outfielder falls into a net? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it fits, right? It's everything's, Everything feels like it's going to be a strain. So it's sometimes that's how it works, and that's why it's a crazy game that we'll never figure out. Um, but you, you take it, and, you know, as much as anything, you just saw a ton of pitches tonight, obviously. So um, that, that can only help, you know. I mean, I, I think he's – you know, knowing him, he's grinding on his last at bat, but, it, you know, it, seeing that many pitches is, is going to help him and, and help him make adjustments. Craig, just to have a positive night, though, um, should help, though, too, no? Well, it's, it, you can sleep good when you have a positive night, so I, I think that's what that's what helps. The, the great thing and the tough thing about the game is that it's you play the next day, and so, you know, you're going to get feedback again immediately, so... But you sleep good for a night, and you, you contribute to a win. He scored, I think, three runs, and um, so he had, a, he had a great night. He had a huge night for us. Just overall, it seemed the bats were working a lot better. What was the difference? Was the difference in approach throughout the lineup? Just hits were falling, or what was the difference you saw that produced the better results overall? I mean, we did. There's no switches that we're flipping here. Um, so this is tonight was a night that um, we just. You know, we, we kept getting runners on, you know, what I'll tell you often, Steve, is that we just we put pressure on in a whole bunch of innings and it and we cashed in tonight. 
Um, so we, we had first and second a whole bunch of times and, and, and two of those innings we cashed in in a big way. So if you continue to put pressure, um, you feel like you're going to get some good results. And, and tonight we did. Hey, Craig, one thing, like every Christian said this, every player is going to go through this kind of horrible stretch where you feel like you can't get out. And it seems like guys deal with it different ways. Um, yeah. He hadn't dealt with this in a Brewers uniform, at least. Right. Like, how do you think he dealt with that side of it, just the grind and, and what gave you faith that he'd come out the other side? Yeah, I mean, we look, we I think we spend probably too much time figuring, like analyzing how people the guys deal with this uh, because they we all just take this stuff differently. And so there's no right way or wrong way to go through this. <laughs> there really isn't. You know, you go through it the best way to get yourself uh, to the next day and then in a, in a positive frame of mind. So, you, you know, I, I think it's a really individual thing on how you deal with it. Um, and, um, you know, a Christian, you handle it kind of like your personality. And, and I think that's, that's, that's how Christian did. He, he continued to, to work really hard. It's, it's, you know, it's confusing no matter who you are. It's confusing because your, your work doesn't seem to pay off at times. You, you can know what you're doing wrong and, and still not be able to fix it. That's the probably most confusing part of it for, I think fans almost is that why can't he fix it? You know, it's um, and it just, it's hard. That's why it's hard. Craig started off with Josh Lindblom tonight, but what did you think about the pitching overall? Well, it was, it was Josh and Freddie that, 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 that did the job for sure. I thought they were both good. I mean, I, I thought, uh, I thought Freddie was, you know, coming off a layoff. It might've been the best thing for, of anybody, that got a break here. I, I, I think Freddie was the guy that I was hoping Freddie was the guy that really almost needed it in, in a sense, if that might sound strange, but um, I think it did him some good. And so um, I, I was really pleased the way he threw the ball tonight. Um, and Josh, you know, look, Josh was good. I mean, his breaking ball was really, really good. Both breaking balls, um, his off-speed stuff was was a real weapon tonight, um, and, and he used it well and in the right places. And Omar um, and him were, were fabulous together. Craig, why do you say that about Freddie? Um, that it was a good time for a break. Well, I just, I just thought we we saw velocity tonight. Uh, we we saw more velocity tonight, and and. Um, you know, I, I think he had just been kind of going through one of those phases where you're the ball's just not coming out the way you want it. And there's nothing wrong with you. You're just, it's just not coming out. And so, you know, essentially he, he had a, he's probably about a 10 day break really. Um, and it, and it looked like it did him some good. Cause I thought he was, I thought that just the energy sometimes with Freddie to me, it's just, you just see some momentum and energy on the mound. That's, that's, how he is when he's really good. And, and tonight um, you saw it. Is Avi okay? Looked like he took a pretty. Yeah, he's, pretty he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Everything's good. He got, he just, he stiffened up, um, but he, uh, he, he's feeling a little better right now. He'll, he may be a little stiff tomorrow, so we'll have to check on him, but uh, he, he seemed to be pretty optimistic. Christian, Christian said that he thought Josh is going to be a really kind of tough frustrating matchup for a lot of hitters because you know you talk about giving the hitters so much to defend at the plate 
is that like this kind of outing, is this kind of what you had in mind and what you saw from Josh and Korea of how that could translate to the big league level? Yeah, I think Josh, you know, his ability to, he has a really good comfort level with, you know, four or five pitches and, and that's rare for, for a guy, but, it, but so that means when you get into, you know, account, um, even on offensive count for a hitter, you don't know what's coming. And that's, that's his, that's how he, that's how he pitches. Now I thought tonight his breaking ball was just, it was pretty special some of his breaking balls. And that's why you saw a lot of swing and miss and a lot of strikeouts. Um, and, and that he has that in him, but, um, you know, his ability to kind of work, navigate through a game and the hitter never really being able to sit on a pitch. That, that's a, that can, that, that works. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's find out who had the play of the game during today's game on the fan. Yelich in the air, left field, got some carry, but Jimenez, oh, he can't make the play, and it's a fair ball, and now Jimenez is in the net. Yelich around second on his way to third, and he is going to try to score. Here comes a throw, and Yelich is in there. And this game is all tied at two. Wow, there you go. How about Christian Yelich? He goes to the opposite field. He's been rolling over on a lot of stuff. I think Jimenez thought he was going to get that in the glove. You can see it lands in fair ground, and he ends up in the seats. By the time he gets up with Yelich's speed, he's able to score easily. So an inside the parker for Christian Yelich. Yeah, how about that from Christian Yelich? And that's on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, that did tie the ball game up at two. Jed Jerko, uh, a couple of batters later, untied it with a two-run home run. As uh, we move along, baby shade and blind put out the fans. Gosh, guys, it, it it still reminds me of of going to my son's college games. <laughs> it just does. That's about that's about how it sounds. I'll tell you. All right, uh, around the National League, Brewers did make a couple of roster moves. Also, Craig Council uh, speaks about the schedule next month with the makeup games, and uh, we'll check those central games. Uh, someone pitched one inning and allowed a run, and his ERA went down. Who that is? We'll have that for you next. Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show here on the Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the Fan. Yeah, we know this one, 8-3. The Brewers get the victory to even up their season mark in the 2020 championship season at 8-3. and three. And just the last two nights here, guys, uh, how valuable these wins are. I think we'll fly under the radar to some of the Brewers fans that just, yeah, they'll check out a little bit of the game. It'll, it'll get a little late, and they'll have to turn in. they got to work tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, it might fly under the radar. Uh I can tell you this, I'm in pennant race mode right now, and I know that the Cubs are, you know, having a having a nice year and I understand the the thump that the uh, LA Dodgers have and you know who else in the National League, the 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 Reds might be super viable and et cetera, et cetera. We we could talk all day long about uh the Atlanta Braves and and the defending champion Nationals, but day by day it is a pennant race right now. We're 10 games in. They're 5-5. Five and five. You stay around 500. You're going to hit the postseason, and who knows? Who knows if, if, if Brandon – I'll tell you this. The way Brandon Woodruff uh, pitches these days, 
whoever he pitches against, I don't care who it is, is going to be a little bit nervous that he might be really on that day. And they could go down that day. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But to get there, it's an everyday thing. And I truly believe that, guys. Not just blowing smoke here. I I absolutely 100% believe that. Uh, These Brewers are in a pennant race right now. And and quite frankly, uh, they all are. Roster moves, a little Brewers info before we get into the scoreboard. Uh, They did get down to the 28-man roster. And just the other day, the league announced that Initially, the plan was two weeks into the season, go from 30 to 28. Two weeks later, go from 28 to 26, and then it sits there. Well, now with the um, uh, corona impact, it's going to stay at 28. So they sent out Ryan Healy and J.P. Fireisen to the alternate training site in Appleton, and they are at their 28 mark right now. So this will be a holding pattern on the roster side. Now, keeping in mind, though, Ryan Braun needs to be activated over the weekend, so somebody has to be uh, sent out. Uh, Also, the uh, league had announced uh, some uh, changes and, and really doubling down on some of the guidelines, and maybe we'll get a little bit more into that on, on tomorrow night's show, pending you know what happens in the game. But uh, they really have learned through their investigation of the flare-ups with both the Miami Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals to uh, just really I- intensify the uh, protocol guidelines for coronavirus. So that's all good news. That's called adjusting on the fly. You shift on the fly a little bit, and they did just that. Uh, In the meantime, we did have a uh, a little bit of news. Uh, Obviously, the Cardinals series was postponed all weekend long last weekend, so in some regard, you're going to have to make up those three games. And they have announced that uh, they're going to make them up the 25th of next month also, uh, what Craig Council is referring to uh, here is the fact that uh, there's going to be a bunch of baseball between the Brewers and Cardinals in a short amount of time. If you think about what September is going to look like and uh, if we're going to make up those Cardinal games and double headers and, you know, that that's we have two series with left with them. That's probably three double headers if we're going to try to make up those games. So doing that with. 26 or 27 starts to get a little to me like at some point we have to play five games in three days. You know, that that's, that's, that's a lot. We're going to need players for that. Indeed they are. And that is slated for September 14th and 16th of that 14, 15, 16 of September series. So uh, the 14th double header, single game against the Cardinals, a double header, single game on September 15th, the 16th, then another double header. A lot of Brewer Cardinal games right there. Wow, can't wait for that. Sam Schmidt's uh, producing the show tonight. Let's head around the uh, National League Central. All right, we'll start once again with the first game of the day between the Twins and Pirates. Pirates come up with the win today. 6-5 to five is the final in that one. Gregory Polanco recorded his first home run of the season. Sam Howard gets the win for Pittsburgh. Taylor Rogers charged with the loss for Minnesota. The Pirates now move to 3-10 and 10 this season. Yeah, they came from behind in that game, too. I, I guess they were down two or three runs. Yeah, it was back and forth. Buxton had a home run to get them in the lead, but yeah, they did come back. All right, in Cleveland, the Indians blow out the Reds tonight. 13 to nothing was the final score. Jose Ramirez had two home runs for Cleveland. Carlos Carrasco gets his second win of the season after pitching six scoreless innings and only allowing one hit with nine strikeouts. 
Luis Castillo moves to 0-2 this year Ouch. for the Reds, right? After allowing yeah. three earned runs through five innings. Well, if he's going to pitch like that, then the Brewers would have want, wanted to have faced him uh, over the weekend. They will miss him over the weekend. I was wrong about him this year. I was the, high, I was the highest on him out of anybody. Cincinnati's now 5-8. and eight. So in Kansas City, the Royals also beat the Cubs tonight. 13-2 to is the final oh, in that darn. one. Right, sad times yeah. for Cubs fans. Fly the Kim- L. Kimbrell got in that game, from what I understand, gave up a run in his inning of work, and, and his ERA went down. Oh, man. <laughs> so that means his ERA was above nine to, to make that thing go down. At, at, I'm not crying a river over Kimbrell. Now, keep in mind, Brewers fans, a lot of Brewer fans were screaming to sign Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, Bart being one of them, I think. Other game notes from that one, Whit Merrifield and former Cub Jorge Soler recorded a home run each. Brad Keller gets the win for Kansas City. Five scoreless innings for him with seven strikeouts. Tyler Chatwood comes back down to earth for the Cub mm-hmm. as he gets charged with the loss. Chatwood gave up eight earned runs and 11 hits through only two and a third of an inning. He is now 2-1 and one on the year. You know, you, you look back to that Chicago Cubs series uh, against the Brewers to open up the campaign, and, and it just seemed like the Cubs just stepped up. And, and they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They, they, they are, Sam. But uh, just, you know, you, Tyler Chatwood, really? Right. Now, I know he finished the season pretty strong last year, but that, he's still Tyler Chatwood. And I'm not saying he sucks. Just they should have should have had a better performance. Now, you, we may look back on that series and – and have a little different outlook now. Ten games into this thing, Sam, have you thought about this? That it wasn't really the good Cub pitching. It was a pretty bad Brewers offense that is still continuing to struggle despite the eight runs tonight. Maybe it was uh, obviously a combination of both, but uh, we shouldn't give them too much credit. They faced a struggling Brewers offense. Right. I mean, who knows? It's only a matter of time before the Cubs pitching maybe comes back down to earth and kind of in reverse the Brewers offense really finds their stride. So we'll see. All right, well, that's going to do it for us here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. There's Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen. Tomorrow, Bauer versus Lauer. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sure Tim Kirkjian will have that in one of his columns. He's, he's into that goofy stuff. Well, so am I to a, to a degree. Uh, fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin on deck show will get you ready. That starts at 6, and after the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show, 8-3 the final tonight. Good day in sports in the state of Wisconsin. How about that, Sam? Bucks get the victory to nail down the one seed in the East. They're two and two in the bubble, four to play. Now they just get tune up uh, before the run to the title. Brewers get back to five hundred, chasing the playoffs for the third consecutive year. So, pretty good day considering where we came from with the shutdown for about four months. Brewers and Bucks both win on the same day. I wonder when the last time that's happened. Maybe we'll dig that up for tomorrow's show. All right, you guys have a great night. Again, the final tonight, 8-3. Brewers 5-5. They're back to Miller Park and a three-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. You guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.